All right, everybody, welcome to week one of the Boys Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Schaefer, and I'm also here with Sloan Schaefer, the Schaefer Brothers, at it this week to talk the Boys Dynasty Fantasy Football League. We have a great lineup of topics for you this week. First, starting off with some analysis of the prior week's results, looking at standings. We'll then look at trades, key teams, player news, hot topics and predictions for the next week. It's going to be great. So let's go ahead and kick it off with looking at the prior week's results. It was a great week for the boys uh, overall. Not for the fan, not for the NFL. I feel like results were pretty bad. What were your thoughts on this week's standing, Sloan? Well, I think going into the week, Tommy was expected to do absolutely terribly um, with Jameis out, Rogers out, and starting – what James Robinson when he also was out and then Tommy ends up finishing second, which is, it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how fantasy football goes. Um, other than that, I mean, I think it's, you know, par for the course. You had a bad week. I had a bad week. Brian Mike had a bad week. Uh, Austin had a pretty bad week when he's been, you know, he's been kind of inconsistent. If you look at how he's been performing over the course of the season um, and then, you know, just calling on good Dylan you know, killing it. But I think Tommy was the big surprise of last week. You know, honestly, with Tommy, I think it's like, I, I think this week in particular, I just really felt the luck of the league, honestly. Because I don't think, you know, we moved to the table format now. And I feel like, you know, the idea is it's less luck based. But when you look at the results, like the bottom five teams are within 15 points of each other, right? Yeah. Like, and that's a pretty significant change in how everything goes you know I feel like you know Tommy's team a great Collins team probably the luckiest team in the league I mean starting Naheem Hines after like seven weeks of shit and then he puts up a 20 point week this week and the Browns D who's starting the Browns D this week but I feel like at the bottom specifically your team Sloan is getting is getting just absolutely screwed you should be doing so much better than how you're doing I know Mike has it in the spreadsheet uh regarding the projected uh points the difference between that and the actual points. My freaking projections are always insane. And it's probably just a problem with the sleeper app and how they, I don't know how they you know, actually make their projections, but I mean, I'm projected 165 this week, assuming, you know, Dalvin Cook plays. Um, and that's the most in the league right now. Uh, and last week was the same thing. I think I was around like 150 something week before that projections are always high and I just had I've had one maybe two decent weeks and just players getting injured something happening like during the game after the you know my lineup set and it gets started and I just can't do it and I'm still hopeful that I can I don't think I'm gonna make the playoffs at this point but I'm just trying not to go to Waffle House I think that's my goal I don't think you need to worry about that though because I think Brian has embrace the Waffle House. He's living for the Waffle House. Everything about Brian's team is indicating that he loves waffles and hasn't been to Waffle House in a very long time, I feel like. His was, team is, is garbage now. Yeah, I was talking to him about uh, trades today, and I need a quarterback. And I was looking at his quarterbacks. I mean, he has Heineke, Mac Jones, Simeon, and Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> 
he's he's somehow in a worse position than me with quarterbacks. Now I know he's got a lot of draft capital in the coming years, but rookie quarterbacks, I don't think are ever that good. So I, I just he's going to be stuck with poor performances for the next you know rest of the season, probably next couple seasons at quarterback. And I don't know. I'm interested to see how the draft actually goes and how those players, you know, how much they produce next season. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I don't think next year is a really big QB draft personally. Like when you look at the board, it's pretty shit. So who's the top one? Because I I was thinking what Rattler, but he got Rattler's benched. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think like Matt Corral, Malik Wills, Willis, something like that. I think those are the two guys but there's no just Coddle. guys coming out of left in there AOC for sure right. I remember when you guys first said that in the group me I legitimately thought you were talking <laughs> about AOC because it was like a really aggressive message and I was like what the fuck like this is so random yeah yeah it would well it would but yeah I think this week's results were predictable outside of Tommy you know calling at the top Tommy yeah. in second. all you good randomly is- in third I, it's, I don't know. I haven't really studied his team that well, but it seems like he's just kind of been coasting slightly above average this whole season. Well, I just mean when you look at the table, like the fact that 126 points was third this week, like if you take that any other week, like 126 is finishing like fifth or lower pretty much well, every other week. When did buys start? Week six? Week seven? I think week six was maybe week five i think like week week five was by or week six was by mageddon i think is what we had talked about so so i don't know if you can look at the scores before then but regardless uh, yeah i get what you're saying the scores have definitely started dropping a lot more um and i want to go back and look at projections and see you know for each week i guess and see who's had the highest projected points um but anyway yeah you and me rounding it out with zero non-qb touchdowns this week i think was the real icing on the cake for just a shit week i I didn't have any touchdowns no i'm looking at your team right now you had no non-qb touchdowns yeah i didn't notice that well what are you gonna do sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail yeah, sometimes you start Naheem Hines after seven weeks of doing absolutely nothing, and he puts up 20. So right. you can't all be like Colin. Yeah, it hurts me, especially last week, seeing Kenyon Drake at 13 and Ayuk get 15. Oh, my God. Like, that's just – and then, like, both of them outscoring uh, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Stupid. It's Jordan Love, man. It is Jordan Love, and I'm getting a little, you know – I don't know if I want to keep Adams for the long haul. If this, if Jordan Love is the future, well, you got three days to make your decision for I the know, 2022 man. season. I think there's going to be. We've had a surprisingly, I think, a lot of trades throughout the season so far, and I'm. I think there's going to be a ton more before Monday night. I bet. Yeah, I've been hunting the last couple of weeks. Well, anything else on? Prior week's results, overall standings. I know we really didn't talk standings that much. You know, it's super tight on the board from four to nine is nine. So Yeah, I don't know. I think Tommy will drop, and I, I think I'll go up. Other than that, I think everybody's going to stay, you know, wherever yeah. they are. Hey, oh, I got even... Zeke this week. Who knows? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. 
We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. Let's All right. get into there it anything now. else? We good? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk trades. All right. We had a we had a few big trades this week. I think three trades so far this week have happened. Maybe yeah. four. I think just three, right? Uh, I couldn't tell you. It's three. The first this week was Calvin Ridley, LaVisca Chenault for Mike Williams and my 2022 second. So Ongood got my 2022 second and Mike Williams, and I got Calvin Ridley and LaVisca Chenault. Okay, why, why did you want Ridley? I mean, I know where my year is this year. You know, I don't think I'm going to – I think next year is my year. Like, if I'm going to win, I'm thinking likely it'll be next year. Colin's team is disgusting. It always puts up an insane amount of points. I have never beaten Colin's team in a single week this year. Like, not in one yeah. single week have I gotten more points than Colin. Um, so I'm like, I don't know what's going on with Ridley. He may be out until next year. I don't – if that's the case, okay. I think he's definitely out until next year, at least. Mental, because he stepped away from mental health. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it'll be good for him to take the year off, and you know, maybe he retires from football, and you just wasted, you know, Mike Williams and a second round pick. But we'll see. I got Lavisca too. I think Lavisca is worth a second alone. I don't know, Matt. Opinion. Matt was texting me today trying to get to deal DJ uh, Chark, and he was like, you know. He's the top wide receiver on that team, so Chenault. I don't know, Josh. I think Shark is a free agent next year, though. Is so <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not too worried about uh, Shark taking over. Um, but you know, Lawrence can't play any worse than he's played thus far. I mean, he sucks. What's his injury like? Did he he did he leave the game at all? Shark or Lewis? Uh, Lawrence. Oh, uh, I think Lawrence hurt his ankle, if I'm okay. wrong. Let me, I'm checking it right now. I watched Red yeah, Zone it was for an a little bit. Injury. Also, I'm a little disappointed in Red Zone. You were talking it up, like, last week, and I, I watched it with Becca, and it was uh, it was kind of boring, if I'm being honest. What the fuck? What do you think of regular <laughs> NFL games? What do you think of regular NFL games if well, Red maybe, Zone is boring? Maybe I'm a little biased because Minnesota was playing, and I have Kirk, and then uh, – Baker and the Browns were playing on the other channel, so I was just switching back and forth. So I guess that was a little more exciting. But wow. whatever. I'll try it again this upcoming weekend. I can't even watch regular football at this point. Like, I started four players from the uh, from the Broncos-Cowboys game, and I couldn't even keep it on. I just thought it was too boring. Yeah, I think it's even more boring when you have a player – on in the game like you only have one player in the game because then you do not care about the other side of the ball like this just like get rid of it i don't care yeah i get what you're saying um anyway i think it was okay trade i didn't look at it and keep trade cut to see the actual you know metrics of it but dude don't even get me started on keep trade cut i think everybody in our league uses like Keep if it's not fair on keep trade cut, nobody's trading anything. I know, That's I the like it. it's the benchmark. It's it's helpful though. It at least is like it's at least something because I think it keeps some parity in our league that we have a tool right. that we can all kind of agree on is beneficial for fantasy trading. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it's you know gospel. It's like it's not. It says it's crowdsourced. I don't know how it actually gets its information, but. 
yeah. Like, have you never filled out, like, have you ever done one of the keep trade cut things on there yourself? I, or no? I try to skip it every time it pops up, but sometimes it won't let me skip it for whatever reason. So that's what I do. Why do you do try it. and skip it? That's the point of it. You're the crowd. Because I'm dumb. I'm trying to get there to evaluate, you know, to, value a, <laughs> to value a trade. <laughs> you want to see the people like me and Mike and the other degenerates that post on the fantasy football well, subreddit. And this is what, that. My actions that I take when I get on that website make me think that the website's not actually that good because I feel like it's just people like me trying to click through this little prompt. But that prompt <laughs> is how they get their information. So I'm literally just hitting keep trade cut. I don't care, you know, who it is. I'm just trying to get through it. So I want you to know that <laughs> when know. work is slow, I actually go into the keep trade cut website and go to like the player rankings uh, to like start filling them out to bring more validity to the. You're a good man. Yeah. Good that way you, I can Jack. hype up Antonio Gibson like really high so somebody will trade him. <laughs> That's kind of my overall goal. That's hilarious. Okay, any other thoughts on the Calvin Ridley Chanel? I'm obviously biased. I, I love the trade. Yeah, no, I thought it was fine. I, I'm looking at the next trade uh, between Mike and Austin. I don't know anything about either Damian Harris or Michael Gallup. <laughs> well... You know, Damien Harris, running back for the New England Patriots. I see that. Uh, you happen to have the backup that may be contesting him for starting. Ramondre had a heck of a game this past uh, week. I was really proud of him. Yeah. So, I was texting Mike this week. I was like, Mike, I think, you know, I think Damien Harris isn't going to keep the backfield because he's not a receiving back. I don't want to get too deep into fantasy football analysis. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> but I like the trade for Austin's team personally. I don't think he needs the receiver depth that, uh, you know, that Michael Gallup brings. Michael Gallup is great. He was great before he was injured. But I think the running back depth, especially with what's going on with Saquon and Booker, I think Damian Harris is better than Booker if he's playing. So, and he's starting Jacoby Myers this week, which Damian Harris is definitely better than Jacoby Myers. So that's my thought on it from Austin's lens. Well, I do see that. Ramondre's he didn't practice today due to a concussion. concussion yeah concussion protocol so anyway that would probably affect I don't know when the trade went out and when that news came in that Austin probably didn't neither of them probably did but anyway I think Mike's um, more concerned about the 2023 season because I think Mike probably won't contend next year but I think the year after is the year he's targeting I think the guys need to be a little more intentional with doing well this season because I'm not so sure Brian will finish in last. I, there's still one, two, three, four weeks left in this regular season. I and mean, Mike's team is bad. It's bad. Yeah, I think a lot of people – I thought Tommy's team was bad, and then he puts up 100 and whatever and comes in second. I really don't mind Tommy's team, even now that I'm looking at it. Like, with that Chase Edmonds injury, I mean, James Conner and Nick Chubb as starting running back right now, not bad. Could be worse. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I like the I like the trade for both teams between uh, between Mike and Austin. I think the second rounder makes sense to have gone with Gallup because who knows what it'll be like back from injuries, a free agent next year. Um, but I like Damien Harris on Austin's team for this year. With only you know one player and one pick on each side, I feel like there's just not. I don't know. It's a simple trade and not much to it, I guess. Unlike the trade you could. Completed today with Brian. 
I was about to say, if you're bored of simple trades, let me show you two fourth rounders to seal the deal in another offer today. I thought we were getting rid of fourth rounders. Did we not, you know, make I a think decision we'll on decide, that? I think we'll decide to keep fourth rounders. All I right. do. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't look into how this season's draft would have gone with fourth rounders. Um, like if it was a rookie draft. But I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how how valuable they are. Like there's only so many offensive rookies that you can draft every year. And I'm in the odds of a fourth rounder working out. I just, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, I was looking at the, I've studied like the last five years of rookie rankings because mm-hmm. I've been interested in how they've panned out. And when you look back at last year, the only player I could find in the fourth round who's done anything thus far is Elijah Mitchell. So Okay. He was a fourth round rookie. That's the San Francisco running back guy. I, but. He's, I mean, Moster got hurt first game, so that's why Mitchell was, you know, had more valuable, more value than, uh, than normally would have. And that's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't think it's worth it. I think you're right. I mean, you might be going to Arby's with Xander in the fourth round. I really don't think that's yeah. too far off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you sent two fourths to Brian, and Brian clearly thinks otherwise. Would you trade a fourth rounder for an Arby's sandwich, you think? If somebody was going to buy you Arby's? <laughs> if I'm drunk with the boys and they say, hey, I'll buy you a sandwich for a fourth rounder, I 100% would. I don't know if I have any left, but I'll start asking people. I think that would be the best trade you can make for the current state of your team right now. Is that you... allowed under the rules? <laughs> Commissioner, answer that question. Can I do that? Can you buy picks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you – that is a – wow. It's – yeah, that's a whole other area. But maybe for Arby's, I think it would be okay. Yeah. I I also – I hate I, – I don't – I don't like anybody on the Jets for fantasy at all. So the fact that Brian wants Elijah Moore, I know he's – what? How old is he? Is he? He's not a rookie, right? He's 21. He is a rookie, okay. yes. Young guy. Had a big game last weekend. Whatever. I don't want anybody on the Jets. They who, who was their last <laughs> really good player to be on the Jets? Fantasy player. That is a good question. I don't know. I, man. It probably it's probably maybe like Le'Veon Bell from two years ago, and he wasn't really good. He was just like a top twenty. I mean, other than that, dude, they got. I just I don't think they'll ever get it figured out. I don't want anybody on the. See, this is why I could have only done this trade with either like with somebody who really was deep into the fantasy football addiction phase of their life because Elijah is like one of the highly touted prospects of last year's rookie class. So I think that's where the value is coming from. He was like all the receivers were posting pictures with him on Instagram. They were like, yo, Elijah, he's going to be great. And so I think that's where Brian bought in, which I I love the Elijah. I mean, Mike offered me Jameson Crowder in a second for him like seven times over the course of the year. So another, I get well, it. Another Jets player. I love it. Um, I mean, Elijah Moore, he did okay. Past two, I mean, last week, 23 points, and the week before that, 10. So, and the week before that, nine. So he's going in the right direction, but. I yeah, and know. I like the trade for Brian's team. I think it's good. I think it's like Brian's receivers are really young right now. I mean, Deontay Johnson, Metcalf, Kadarius Toney, Elijah Moore. 
There's one more guy who I'm forgetting who it is, but I think why, it's a nice young core. Why do you like Zeke? I was looking at him, thinking about talking to Brian about getting him, but I just I, with with the type of guy he is and his age, I just didn't know if it was worth it to convince Brian to send him to me. So my thoughts on Zeke were: he's 26 years old. He's going to be 26 this whole year, so he's not 27 until next year. Like he has a full year of 26 in him. Why, if you go to keep trade cut, and I think just in general, people say Dalvin Cook is significantly valued above Ezekiel Elliott. But Zeke has been a consistent producer, and he does not really get hurt. Like, if I'm if I'm cursing him forever, fine. But Zeke doesn't really get hurt that much. He plays, like, if, even when he was hurt last year and Dak was out and the Cowboys were garbage, Zeke was still playing games. I think my target window is next year. Like, if I'm going to win, I'm going to win next year. And so I think Zeke could get me into the playoffs this year. And if you're in the playoffs, you have a shot to win. Like, who knows? Debo, Cooper Cup, they calm down, whatever. I could win this year. Zeke has had a great season. He's had a good year. And they're utilizing Tony Pollard more. But he's, like, he's averaging five yards a carry right now. And that's his highest since his rookie year. He's averaging 4.86 right now, rookie year 5.07. I'm like – I can get Zeke for this value where if I was going to trade you for Dalvin cook, I would probably have to give two firsts, maybe plus Elijah Moore. Like it would be, you're paying a lot more. And Mm -hmm. Dalvin cook has only had one year where he's been able to consistently stay on the field. So I think with my current running back room, Javante, who's a young stud, a young, he's going to be a monster. I got Clyde. I got Antonio Gibson. Now I have Zeke. I have the King of the running back room. And now I have some, some young guys who can rise into the starting position. That's my thoughts on Zeke. Yeah. I mean, I hurt players don't help you at all. So I get what you're saying with him and Dalvin. And I mean, Zeke has been playing good all, you know, basically all season. So why not Mooney? I tell you what, I know nothing about him. Uh, (laughs) He was offering, Brian was offering Mooney to me for Dalvin uh, today. (laughs) And I was just like, dude, I, you're on the Bears. You have Justin Fields thrown to you. I don't think I want him. No thanks. Um, this is so. what I love about our league. I love the, <laughs> the. I love the, like, you know, the 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 different level. Like everybody can still do well in the league, even with the different levels of knowledge. Um, right. Well, that's we'll admit, football, dude. Yeah, I I think you know. Like, I love Mooney. Like, personally, I'm, like, big on the Mooney train. Second-year wide receiver, hit the rookie benchmarks for receiving yards that you want to see them hit. Like, Mooney, I think he's got – Allen Robinson might be on the way out next year. There's a chance Mooney could be wide receiver one in Chicago next year. That's my thoughts on Mooney. But I can understand why you're like, Mooney, what a loser. Do anything. There's too many wide receivers in the NFL who do nothing – yeah, up clogging up rosters. Well, that's so the hard part about wide receivers is that if like their their odds of getting the ball, you know, it depends on so many things. It has to be a pass play, and then the quarterback has to freaking get him the ball. Whereas a handoff, it's just like okay, you know, the guy's going to be taking this percentage of snaps, and if he's given this amount of opportunities, he's going to get you know these yards, maybe a touchdown. But wide receivers, I think, they're just so much harder to to just. Find consistent ones, I think. And that's been my problem with Tyreek and, and Devontae so far. But I like what you're saying. It makes sense to me. I think you've got the two most consistent 
debatedly wide receivers in the NFL, like two of the most consistent ones. And that just proves how frustrating fantasy football is. Well, I think, I think I have two of the most reliable. I don't know if yeah. I would say, yeah, but in terms of like point, point scoring, I don't know if that's what you're saying about consistency, but point scoring, they've both been up and down and with Rogers being out and then Mahomes not playing super well, they've each taken a hit, which I'm, not happy about they're still projected pretty high but I just I see these projections on the sleep wrap and I just think okay they're gonna get maybe half of that at this point I can understand that Pat Mahomes is playing like garbage well I think we're heading into the key team analysis for the week which will be your team but any other thoughts on the I would say the biggest trade of uh heading into the some picks some Zach Moss I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to value picks. So I don't know. And I also, you know, I don't know much about Zach Moss or really any of these players other than Zeke. And I don't know. I think we'll see bigger trades coming as the deadline approaches. I don't know when we've decided trading opens back up during the off season, but I think regardless of when that is, people will be moving and making you know, some decisions for next year <clears throat> coming up. So I think we'll have some big stuff for next week. Yeah. I think trading probably opens after the season is over, but that's okay. still to be determined. So, okay, great. Some trades this week, probably be some more before the deadline. Love a good trade. So I've already been shopping Zeke at this point. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Right. Okay. Key team breakdown. You know, I, in the future, I think this will be a guest segment, right? We'll have the other boys on. We'll go through their team, get their thoughts on the league. But yeah. I think for this week, it makes sense to go through team uh, Sloan Schaefer and just kind of understand what you're thinking about your roster right now, what your goals are for the current year, for the future. Where's your head at? My goal for this season is to not go to Waffle House, which I think is doable to achieve. Um <laughs> I just I, I have a really I, I think I have a good team outside of quarterbacks I and basically I have to start Kirk every week Baker is he's not I don't know Baker's is also hit or miss I don't like their offense too much um, I feel like they run the ball too much which frustrates me um, and then my backups for quarterback Goff Darnold's out for several weeks. Uh, like, I don't want to start either of those guys. Running backs, I feel like I have a really good running back core. Maybe the best in the league, probably. McCaffrey's back, Fournette, um, Chase Edmonds, he's hurt this week, but fine. Dalvin Cook, hopefully he's going to be playing the rest of the season. And then Kenyon Drake's been, you know, hit or miss, but I've liked him recently. He's been getting a lot more uh, – uh, passes thrown to him, which helps out. Wide receivers, we were just talking about that. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. I have to start them every week that they're playing, even if Jordan loves, you know, freaking Green Bay's quarterback and doesn't know how to throw the ball. Ayuk, uh, I like him for future value. Um, I also have Brandon Cooks. He's on by this week, but, you know, the top guy in Houston. Uh, I don't know how to feel about him with Tyrod being back. Um, Cooks only scored 8.6 last week with Tyrod Taylor being back, so whatever. 
Um, and then, you know, kicker and defense, who really cares? But, you know, I have the number three kicker and the what is my defense now? Number one. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I think don't go to Waffle House this season and then trust that some of these guys are going to do better next season. Quarterbacks, I have no idea what I'm going to do. But I still think I have two years left on all of my players on my roster except for Gronk. I think I think he's going to be gone. Maybe only one year left at Mostert. I don't know. He's been on IR all season. We'll see what he, you know, what he does or even if he's going to have a position somewhere next season. I don't know. Um, and then I traded away all my picks for basically the next two seasons. So you got two Arby's uh, roast beefs left on your on your pick setup down there. So I think I set my team up for next year and the year after. And then I'm going to take a hit the third year out because I'm going to have some, you know, my, some guys won't be playing as well that I have right now. And then the rookies won't be that I'll be able to draft in 2024. They're not going to be developed to the point where I want them to, you know, be, you know, good enough contributors on my team to start. So if I don't win something in the next two years, I think 2025 or 2026. I think if you don't, if you don't win in the next two years, I think that, you may want, like, I think you might even be at the point where you want to consider quitting the league because I think your <laughs> team will literally be in in shambles. I mean, Devontae is twenty. You have, I mean, yes, you have good players right now. I think you have the best. I think, you know, your quarterbacks are bad, but mm-hmm. I think outside of your quarterback, you have the second best team. I think you have the second best team. Like, if I had to look at the starting rosters, yours would be. Behind Collins, I think, the second best team. Right. It's not bad. I mean, what is your biggest regretted trade of the year? Because I think you've had a few that you can regret looking back. (laughs) I don't know if I regret (laughs) any of them. I mean. I think the number one in my, I mean, you have, you have two options for regret. I think it would either be the James Robinson for Brandon Cooks in a third would be a, a potential contender. Uh, I think another would be the Sam Darnold for a first Juju and Tyrod Taylor. I can't look back and regret these trades with the new knowledge that I have of, you know, James Robinson consistently doing well every week and then Darnold getting hurt, you know, whatever. Darnold might still be a starter next season. Who knows? Uh I don't know. James Robinson, that one really hurt because he was doing poorly the first few weeks I had him, and then I traded him, and he just went off. How deep are you in keep, trade, cut when you're making these trades? Because I feel like you're just, like, keep, trade, cutting it. The Like, if it's not – if it says fair and you feel good, that's you're pulling it. Is that is that really your trade? What's the trade process for Sloan Schaefer like? Uh, the trade process is usually – like, I'll give you an example. I put Dalvin on the block this morning. I got a text from Matt and Brian. They started, they asked me what I wanted. I said, no, you tell me what you're offering because I have absolutely no idea <laughs> who's good on your team. I don't want to manually go in and keep trade cut and type in everybody's names and figure out what they're valued. Um, so then they say people and then I go to keep trade cut. I see how it is. I don't like the value adjuster on keep trade cut. I don't think it's, I think it is inflated way too much. Um, so I do manually, you know, I do a little math 
and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, try to figure it out myself. I don't just go straight with what key trades cut saying, because there's so many other factors outside of what the calculator can input that needs to go into the valuation of a trade. Now, yeah. I don't know if I'm doing it correctly because obviously my team is bad, but I mean, that's, that's sort of my process. Go in there, see what the calculator says and then do some adjustments and, you know, try to, you know, not get completely screwed on every trade that I have. I'm really happy about my McCaffrey trade. So, you know, that I'm one gonna, turned out pretty well. That I think was your, I mean, objectively speaking, without a doubt, your best trade of the year. Well, I, I, it could have been better. I didn't know. I didn't think when I made the trade that McCaffrey was going to be out for as many weeks as he was. Um, but still, I'm happy with him. He should be fine for the next several years, barring any more injuries. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think you're set up. I mean, I think trading with you is – you're up there and like worst people to trade with, I would say in the league, because you are actually, you actually have a life and you have responsibilities that you attend to um, versus like when I'm texting Mike responding within 30 seconds, every time, like, I don't care what yeah. time of day it is. Mike's there. You're like, Hey, let's talk tomorrow. Oh, hanging with Becca. Like you don't really prioritize this in terms of life events. Like others do. Part of me feels bad about that because I do want to be able to, you know, conduct a thorough analysis of, you know, whatever guys you're offering and all that. But part of me is happy about it because it gives me time to actually think and not just do the math and make a decision that quickly. I like taking some time and reading some news articles and all that, you know, seeing what the, what the media is saying, but uh, I, yeah, I wish I could be more responsive, but you know, that's what Mike is for so yeah it's true it's very true well i think you have a fine team i think realistically you're not winning it this year i would say maybe you finish and you'll have a shot at the playoffs you're not too far off i think but in my opinion and because i own your second round pick i'm hoping you finish in the bottom four i think i'll finish in seventh that's my guess yeah i think you're for sure better than michael and brian's team uh, I don't know about Dylan. Dylan's team has been best drafted team, I think, of the mm-hmm. year, in my opinion. But we'll get to that at a at a later date. So, yeah, tough year for you on the trading side. I think if you had made no trades this year, your team might be better than if you had done any. Eh, so. It's fantasy, whatever. That hurts. Yeah, we need people like you in the league. They make it better. Exactly. Awesome. Any other thoughts on your team before we move on? I like uh, what they're projected this week. And if I come in first, I'm not going to be surprised. I am ready for you to complain about how shit the super app <laughs> projections are. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Next topic player news. Any players you'd like to bring into light this year? Uh, uh, not this year, right now, that uh, are, are nice and not super controversial that you're not going to have a weird opinion on. Is Rodgers going to be able to come back? I think he might play this week. I think Saturday is the earliest he can come back. Um, but I don't think uh, – I don't know. Now that he's uh, anti-vaxxer, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I figured if he can get back in there, he's going to be in there, which is good. 
Um, but I don't know. I I only know the big news of what you know other stuff. But you got any smaller things? I don't think any player news I really want to talk about. You know, I think there's. I mean, NFL players always find themselves a way to do something crazier than uh, in prior years, something terrible exactly. or crazy. So I'd like to see OBJ sign with the Patriots, go Pats, uh, so he can blow up the franchise from the inside. But other than that, I think we're in a good spot right now. Good year for, for player news. You know, it's been, uh, it's been a wild ride. All right, next up. Hot topic, trade deadline. Any other players you think are going to be moved? Any big players? Oh, I got to look, look through my text and see what everybody's been uh, see what everybody's been uh, offering me. Who's the biggest? Yeah, who's the latest player who had a bad week that Sloan has put up on the trade block? I feel like is the well for me. I don't know if I'm going to move anybody. I really don't. I thought about okay, what what can I do with Devontae Adams? What can I do with Tyree Kill? I just I I can't justify trading them for really anybody that somebody would agree to. So I don't know. I don't think I really don't think I'm going to trade anybody. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think if you sit and wait, I think that's a good call. Yeah, I think you'll be happy with that. You, did you say you're trying to move Zeke? I'm move. I'm open to moving Zeke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm I want to win. You know, I like winning. I. I was texting Mike though today. I don't think that I think the hardest part for me in playing dynasty is I will be so scared that my team would be absolutely decimated if I went all in one year and it would be like, have no value. I would be so sad if I couldn't just text about trades all the time because I love having assets that I can trade. So I'd be willing to move Zeke. I don't think anybody else huge gets moved. Mike might try and move off Elijah Mitchell. We'll see how he feels about him. I'm primarily looking at the rebuilding teams that have a lot of age. And I feel like Ezekiel Elliott was I'm I, I would be willing to bet Cordero Patterson gets moved before the weekend is over. Brian was very much advertising Cordero to me. And I I just don't think I I don't think anybody wants him. He's 30. You know? I mean I think he's a buy for this year. If you're like, I can win this year, you know, if, I mean, I think he's worth a second rounder if you're a contender. I was going to say, if you're in contention to make the playoffs, go for it. And that's what I was telling Brian. Like, I, I don't want to go to Waffle House, but I don't want, I don't want to, you know, go to Waffle House enough to trade for Cordell freaking Patterson, 30 years old. And no. I, he might get moved. He, I, I think he would be like sort of an ancillary player to a bigger trade. Um, I want to see a quarterback get traded. Have we have 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 we had any like bigger quarterbacks get traded this season? I don't think we have. Joe Burrow got traded to me. That was a pretty big. That one. is true. And, and then I took Darnold. So yeah. Yes, Darnold, <laughs> another huge QB trade. Tua has been traded twice. Aaron Rodgers has also been traded twice. Okay. Uh, I want to see Mike get rid of Mahomes. See if the past two weeks have left a bad taste in his mouth. 
Mike is prone to overreaction, so I would <laughs> I would think that there's a good chance that last three weeks depart. Week seven, six point seven points. Week eight, thirteen points. Week nine, ten points. That's Patrick Mahomes. I love it. Get rid he of the Mike. Yeah, he's bad. I, he's bad. He's real bad. Yeah, I agree. He's got all those weapons. Can't even put up points. Not good. Not good at all. All right. Player news. One more fun topic, courtesy of Mike Wood from today. I think in line with how we've uh, been discussing Arby's in the group me, you're going to Arby's with Xander Horvath. What are you getting? I, I don't know, man. I don't go to Arby's that often. I get a roast beef sandwich with curly fries. You think Xander is – you think he judges you for that, or you think he's good with that order? I think he's trying to promote the brand because I don't freaking know what's on <laughs> Arby's menu. When was the last time you went to Arby's, Josh? I went to Arby's maybe like a few weeks ago. I actually really am a, few a weeks ago. Arby's. Wow. I'm a big I, Arby's guy. I have not been in over a year. I think the last time I went to Arby's, I think I was with Mike and maybe some of the other boys. And I think we were somewhere, it might have been spring break, senior year, or maybe like spring break the year before that. Other than that, I could not tell you the last time I went to Arby's. I will eat the I curly think, fries till I die. But other than that, I have no idea what they have on the menu. Actually, I think Arby's is the second best fast food restaurant. I don't they have, I think they have like a, at least last time I went, they had like a really nice deal. It was like five they have bucks. great deals. Yeah. I love their coupons. Two for five roast beef is an insane deal. That's pretty good. Unbeatable. I think if I'm going with Xander, I'm getting the two for five just so that he knows, like, I'm a frugal guy, you know, because I think it's kind <laughs> of my brand. Uh, so I go two for five, you know, and we see what happens. Maybe a little Arby's sauce. But I can't believe you don't go to Arby's. You're missing out. Arby's I couldn't even tell you where an Arby's is. And I what, there's an Arby's on, like, South Street in downtown Indianapolis. Outside of that, <laughs> I have no idea where an Arby's is in central Indiana. And that's well, probably for good reason. Give me McDonald's. A buck for a McChicken? Yeah, I'll take that. Maybe like four years ago, you could get a McChicken for a dollar. I think Not they're anymore. like 120 now. Yeah. Yeah. And in Seattle, they're like $2, 250 a piece for a McChicken. I'm like, this is, that's hilarious. This is garbage. All right. Anything else you want to go over in today's? kickoff podcast uh just looking into next week's oh, uh yes next week's predictions, predictions yeah so if you Think look at the projections at the well i'm projected the most so probably not because it seems like every time i'm projected the most they don't do that well um colin he's gonna finish first i i, I don't know i think it's easier to talk about the bottom people like who's gonna finish last this week i think it might be tommy I actually think it's going to be him this week. Tommy still needs to find another quarterback to start this week. Assuming Rodgers doesn't play. He doesn't have to be in his lineup. Well, he'll have Fields and Rodgers. Rodgers will play. Yeah, Rodgers will play. Fields is on by. Oh, I didn't see Fields is on by. Yeah. So I think it'll be – I think the bottom will be be Michael. I think Michael's team is is heading to the bottom. He's starting two Jets – three Jets players this week. So you think three. bottom three? I'm thinking bottom three: Mike, Tommy, uh, Brian. Not in any particular order. With uh, I do think Tommy will be last, but I guess Brian and Mike 
eighth and ninth. Yeah. So, I think that sounds about right. Yep. I, I, I like that. So I think top three, it's Colin. I think it's Matt. Uh, and I me. think put me up there. You got to put me. I do have to put you up there, but man, I really don't want to. I think you'd put me, I would put myself in the top three. I don't know. I would definitely not put money on it, but based on projections, I'm, you know, projected six points more than the second highest projection, 10 more than the third. So we'll see. Um, the projections, you can't get caught up in the projections. Uh, well, they're nothing. If you look at some of your players' projections, like Dalvin Cook is projected for 20 points. He has only gotten over 20 points one once, time yeah. this season. I, yeah, I, it's I like, that. it's like, what even is that? Like, it doesn't projection should just be the average score for the players. So Dude, Ayuk has, like, his projections are stupid high for how he's been producing this season. 11 points this year? He's only done that twice. Like, uh-huh. Devontae Wait, Adams, do, 18. So, okay, do I play Ayuk or, or Drake? This isn't a, a lineup advice podcast. I think That's, you're all right, all right. a big boy. You can make your own decision. I think your lineup is fine right now, though. Yeah, I agree. I think you're in, in, in a good in good shape. So. All right. All right. Well, great. I think we had a wonderful first week. I'm looking forward to doing this every – Maybe Wednesday. I don't know. It may be yeah. on a different day. We'll see. Yeah, we got waivers coming up in, uh, what, 13 minutes? So that's fine. 13 minutes. Who's your waiver out of the week? Who are you taking this week? I've already made mine. I, I already know who I'm going for. Uh, I'm going to look into it over the next 13 minutes. <laughs> I don't have much, to, you know, fab left. So we'll see. No, you don't. My big waiver out this week, Philip Walker. That's who we're going for. Panthers. Now starting quarterback. Is it, why did I think it was – is it not PJ? It is PJ, but I guess on oh, okay. paper his name is Philip. so whatever. Huh. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Sloan. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Talk to you guys later. See you. Bye.